you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. It feels good to be in the house of the Lord. I want you to turn to two people and say, it feels good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Praise God. i got to get unhooked here. Sorry. I'm so glad that you're in the house of the Lord. I'm so glad I'm in the house of the Lord tonight. Come on, how many know that there are other places that we could be tonight, but we chose to be in the house of the Lord on this Labor Day weekend? And God has done great things here tonight, and I could leave this place, and I could say that I've been with the Lord, but I I just believe that God is wanting to do something greater tonight. I, I, I sought the face of the Lord this week, and I, I, and I said, God, I know that you want to do something great. And he began to minister to my heart. And I just want to tell you tonight that God sent me here to tell you that if I could convince you, that if I could convince you that God can heal you tonight, it's quiet in the house. That if I could just somehow get you to believe that God can really do what He said He would do, then tonight could be your night. Because it's not a problem with God. It's not whether or not God has the power or whether or not God wants to. Not whether or not God can, but it's whether or not you believe that He can. It's whether or not you you just unlock your faith and say, God... I believe that tonight can be my night. I believe that I can receive a healing tonight. I believe I can receive a miracle tonight. I I believe that I can leave this place changed tonight. So I'm going to take just a few moments of your time. And when I convince you, how about I make a deal with you. When I convince you and when you believe it, then we're just going to unlock it and let God do what he wants to do. Is that a deal? Look at your neighbor and say, that's a deal. Say, you need to buy that. Two verses, two rather passages of Scripture. I'm going to take your attention to Acts chapter 21, and then we'll be going to Romans chapter 8. But we'll begin at Acts 21, verses 10 through 14. Give honor tonight to my pastor. I'm so glad that I uh, am under a covering, a ministry that is mightily anointed and used of God. Aren't you glad for your pastor tonight? I esteem him with great honor. I give honor to each of you for being in the house of the Lord with us. Acts chapter 21, 
beginning at verse number 10. And the Bible says, And as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and he bound his own hands and feet. And he said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost, So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And when we heard these things, everybody say, when we heard it, both we and they of that place besought him, or they besought Paul, not to go up to Jerusalem. They said, Paul, don't go. Because there just was a prophecy over your life that if you go, they're going to get you. And so they tried to convince him not to go to Jerusalem. In verse number 13, and Paul answered, What mean ye to weep and to break my heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. It's pretty strong words. And when he would not be persuaded, everybody said he would not be persuaded, we see saying, the will of the Lord be done. Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse number 35, a very familiar passage of Scripture. Paul writing to Rome, to the church in Rome, he said, Who shall separate us? from the love of Christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written for thy sake we are killed all the day long we are counted as sheep for the slaughter nay and all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Then he said, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Somebody clap your hands for the word of the Lord tonight. And I want to preach to you for just the next few moments on this subject, borrowing from verse number 38, just three simple words. I am persuaded. Look at your neighbor and say, I am persuaded. And tonight... More than ever, as I stand in this pulpit, I am persuaded that God is going to do the miraculous. I am persuaded that tonight is somebody's night. I am come here convinced that tonight just may be the night that you receive from the Lord what you so desire to receive from Him. Maybe He gave you a word 10, 15, 20 years ago, and it hasn't come to pass. But I'm convinced that tonight the word of the Lord is about to come to pass in somebody's life. If you believe it, clap your hands 
and shout unto God with a voice of praise tonight. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. I want to talk about persuasion tonight. To be persuaded or to persuade someone simply means to call someone to believe something, especially after a sustained effort or to convince somebody of something. You see, we as parents, we're going to let the cat out of the bag tonight. We try to do this all the time with our children. We try to persuade them that it's time to go to bed. We try to persuade them to use your inside voice. That there is no reason to scream in a locked up car when we are just mere feet away from you. You don't have to talk at an ear bleeding level. We try to convince, we try to persuade our children to make the right decisions. We try to convince and and to persuade our children to hold fast to the Word of God and to the promises of God. We try day in and day out to convince them that we really do have their best interest at heart. You see, Hollywood and the media often try to persuade us through movies and through advertisement. Everything that comes across the screen that we, that we watch or every movie that we watch has some hidden agenda attached to it. And they're trying so desperately, the liberal media in Hollywood's trying to convince us and trying to push their liberal agenda upon the church. And they are trying to cause us by viewing what they have put in front of us to believe their message and to believe that their message is right and to believe that their, wor- their view of the world and how the world works and how we ought to live is the right way for us. But I don't want to just talk about that tonight. But I want to talk about persuading you that when life gets tough, That when troubles come and when things look impossible and when the doctor's report comes and it's negative and and all hell seems to be coming against us, at those moments, that's when we need to stand up and declare in the face of adversity and in the face of the enemy that I am persuaded. I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, no principalities, nor nothing that can come against us will be able to separate me from the love that is in Christ Jesus. You see, I'm not persuaded by what I feel or what I see. It's not about how things look on the outside. And it's not about how dark the day may be. But I am persuaded by what I know on the inside. I am persuaded by what I know what the word of the Lord says when he told me that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. When he told me that by his stripes that I was healed. And when he told me that, that there is no attack of the enemy that can overcome me because I'm more than a conqueror. You hear me tonight, it's nothing nothing great, it's nothing deep, it's nothing too hard. But it's just a simple fact of being persuaded that God can do what He said He would do. 
It's that God can do what he promised you he could do. It's that God can save your family and that God can work in your, in your home and he can work in your marriage and he can work in your relationships and he can heal your body no matter what the doctors tell you. We try to make it something so much harder than it really is and we try and we do and we, we, we hit our knees and we cry and we pray with such fervency day in, day out. God, would you do it? God, would you bring it to pass? But God's just waiting on us to become convinced because sometimes, sometimes we pray and sometimes we come into a service like tonight and the power of God begins to move and the Holy Ghost begins to sweep through this sanctuary. And we say that we know that God can do it, but we don't really believe that He will. Oh, come on, you're not hearing me tonight. We know that we have real problems. We know that we have real situations. And we say that God can do it tonight. But we don't really believe that when we leave this place that we're going to be any different than we came. We're not really persuaded in our heart of hearts. And we're not really persuaded by what is in our mind and what we really do know and what the Word of God says. But if somehow tonight I can cause you to become persuaded or I can convince you that God can really do it in your life tonight, then you will leave this place having received from God what you have been promised. But we can't be persuaded by what it looks like or what it feels like. But we've got to be persuaded what we know by what we know in our heart of hearts. And I know that I'm loved by a God that will not let me go. That nothing that hell can throw my way can stop me because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You see, if I can somehow persuade you tonight, or if I can somehow in my own heart of hearts become persuaded, then I can, I, I can stand in the midst of adversity knowing that nothing that hell can throw my way. No sickness, no trouble. No circumstance, because if we can ever become persuaded, then we are unbeatable. Because it's persuaded. And listen to me, I'm not playing, I'm not preaching a, a just name it and claim it type of message tonight. And I'm, I'm, don't, please don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about when you become persuaded, it causes your faith to rise. It causes you to believe things that are not as though they were. It causes you to see things as though they were. It causes you to see yourself as already received your healing. It causes you to see yourself as already being delivered. And it causes you to see that family that you've been praying for sitting in this building with you tonight, worshiping and magnifying a God who is more than able to do it in their life. You see, the power of persuasion lies in knowing, not feeling, not seeing. The reason that the enemy has given us such a hard time and he's, been, he's given us so many problems and we've been attacked on every side. It's simply because we've allowed the enemy to persuade us. 
We've allowed Him to make us think that it's always going to be this way. We've allowed Him to persuade us that I'm always going to struggle and I'm always going to, I'm always going to uh, be trying to play catch up all my life. And the enemy, if he can persuade you and he can cause you as seeing yourself defeated, then you're always going to live a defeated life. If he can cause you to have a mentality that I, I, I will always be the tail and not the head. But that's not what the Word of God tells me because the Bible tells me that I will be the head and not the tail. And my Bible tells me that I can overcome any situation that the devil or the enemy could throw my way. But we must persuade ourselves to believe that God will do what he said he would do. We've got to persuade ourselves that we will live a victorious life. We've got to somehow persuade ourselves that tonight I can receive my healing. It may not look like it. It may look impossible. It may look like, like it's never going to happen for your life. But if you can convince yourself, if you can cause yourself to think as, as, as already being healed or you can think as already God has already saved you or God has already delivered you, I just want to tell you tonight, if you're waiting for me to give, bring you some great revelation tonight before you respond and you, you start responding to the word of the Lord, then I want to tell you you're going to miss it tonight. There's no great revelation in the, in, in the fact that we just got to be persuaded, that we just got to be convinced. We just got to know it in our mind because it's not about what it looks like. It's not how dark my day is or how dark my night is or how big the storm is, but it's about knowing how big my God is and how much power that He has when I call upon His name and I'm persuaded that he can do what he said he could do. I'll tell you tonight that people's opinions can stop God's will for your life. Because oftentimes man's desires don't line up with God's wants. They don't match what God desires for your life. And too often it's because someone else doesn't agree with what God wants to do for you. And we allow the voice of negativity to creep in. We allow those that may not see things or may not have our best interest at heart. We allow them to creep in and say, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta accept the fact that it's always gonna be this way. You just gotta come clean with the fact that God may never heal you. You just gotta come clean with the fact that God may never do it for you. Because sometimes it's just not God's will. We allow that voice, we allow the negativity to creep in and be, begin to cause us to believe a lie from the pit of hell. And we believe a lie even when we have a word from God through a prophet. You see in Acts chapter 21, Agabus tied his own hands and he, his feet, he bound them. And then he said, and we already read it tonight, that whosoever owns this girdle 
the Jews shall bind him and deliver him to the Gentiles. He said he's going to be mistreated. He's going to be misunderstood. They're going to vex him. They're going to, they're going to take him captive. And this man, whoever owns this girl, and everybody knew he was talking about Paul and what he was saying, Paul, if you go to Jerusalem, I want you to understand. I know that you think that God has a plan for you, but I want you to understand what you're walking into. I want you to know what faith is in store for you if you go into Jerusalem. And we've already read that the people tried to persuade Paul not to go. They said, "Don't Paul, don't let the will of God mess up your life. Somebody needs to hear me tonight. They were saying things like, Paul, don't let the will of God put you in a situation and in a position that you really don't want to be in. Don't let a word from the Lord Don't let a calling, don't let anything mess up your life because you're going to face trouble, Paul. You're going to face uncertain circumstances. Don't go to Jerusalem. They begin to beg and plead with Paul. Paul, please stay here with us. They tried to convince, they tried to persuade Paul to abandon the will of God just because it might be painful. And I want to preach to someone here tonight that don't you always think that the will of God for your life is going to be an easy road. Don't you think that the will of God, as long as you are walking in the will of God, that you're going to have a smooth road to travel all your life because there will be stumbling blocks. There will be things that, are, that, that get put in your way to try to cause you to fall and to stumble. But if you just keep walking, even through the pain, even through the turmoil, even through the rough times and the dry times, God will bring you out the other side to live. Live in what he has for your life. I wish I had the energy tonight to preach like I feel. But they tried to convince him. They tried to persuade him. But when they saw that Paul would not be persuaded, they gave up and they said, so be it, let the will of God be done. And what I want to tell you, what I want to draw from that scripture tonight is that the enemy will only try to persuade you so long before he will go and look for another. When he finds out that you cannot be easily swayed, when he finds out that you really know in your heart of hearts that God is able to do it in your life, then there will be a point after all the turmoil, after all the stumbling blocks, after all the rough roads, that he will leave you and he will go and look for another to persuade. Because my Bible says that if we will resist the devil, that he will flee from you. Listen tonight, the will of God for your life may not always be the easy road, but it's the right road. It's the road that 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 God desires you to walk down. It's the place.
plan that God has for your life. You just got to be convinced that when I walk this road, even though the enemy tries to come and tries to knock me down, but if I just keep putting one foot in front of the other, before long, he'll stop messing with me. know the devil has our number he keeps coming against us because he knows what will make us fail he knows what he can attack us with we think that he's ignorant we think that he's stupid we think that he doesn't know but I want to tell you tonight that he is much smarter than we are Because he knows your areas of weakness. He knows where you fail. He knows that if he can just put that in front of you, and he can convince you that it's always going to be that stumbling block. It's always going to be this situation. It's always going to be that temptation. If he can just get you to keep falling down every time he puts it in front of you, then he has got your number. But when you can look at that stumbling block and you can say, no, 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 not today, devil, not today. I know you got at me with it before, but today I'm trusting God. Today I'm a new creature. Today is my day. Look at your neighbor and say, not today, devil. You see, God wants to use you, but people are trying to persuade you that the sacrifice is too great. But I want to tell you tonight that anything that God has called you to do is worth any amount of sacrifice required. And I want to persuade you to believe that God will use you in the midst or in spite, rather, of what you think and in spite of what the enemy is in your ear telling you and despite what the enemy is, the people that the enemy is sending into your life to speak negativity and to speak speak contention into your life, I come against that right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind it in Jesus' name and I loose God's power and I loose God's authority and I loose your mind to be free from the voices that the enemy is sending to dissuade you. I was in this sanctuary last night. And I began, I was up here studying, and I, I made my way in the sanctuary. And I'm, I'm, I'm quickly getting to where I'm going tonight. But I was in this sanctuary, and I began to pace up and down the center aisle. And I know some situations, and I know some of the problems that people are facing. I know some of the sicknesses. I know some of the hurts that you've been through. And I begin to just walk up and down this aisle. And I begin to call upon the name of Jesus. And I said, God, by the authority of your word and by the power of your name, I want that voice to be silenced right now. God, by the authority of your word and by the power of your name, I come against that mindset. I come against that 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 that. Uh, servant mindset. I I come against that depression and I come against that oppression. And tonight, I believe that God has come against that in your life. I believe that from this point on that those voices, God is going to silence in your life and He's going to give you peace and He's going to give you joy and He's going to give you health. 
too long, too long, the enemy has convinced us. He's persuaded us that we are powerless. And in a a way, he's right. Because in our flesh, we are. As long as we try to fight it ourselves, as long as we try to walk it ourselves, then we'll never be victorious. As long as we rely on our flesh and our talents, and we rely on what we feel and what we see, then we're always going to struggle. And as long as you keep your eyes on what you see and, and keep your feelers out there for what you feel. I know it looks and it looks impossible and it feels like it's an impossible situation. And as long as you see that and as long as you think that, then it's always going to be that way for you. But I wonder if there's anybody in this house tonight that's tired of the voice of the enemy that's coming against you. I wonder if there's anybody that's tired from the attacks of the enemy that come day in and day out. And every day that you get up, it's the same problem. And every day that you get up, you're looking at the same storm clouds. I wonder if anybody in this house tonight is tired of the devil trying to mess with you and mess with your family. And I wonder if tonight I could persuade you that tonight can be different if you just get your mind and your thoughts and your heart on what the Lord has for your life. You see, it's not a lack of God's power, but it's simply that we we are not convinced of His power. We're not convinced, we're not persuaded You see, because it's our persuasion that releases God. It's persuasion that is the catalyst that reaches God, that releases God to do what only God can do. So I ask you the question tonight, as I quickly and hastily draw to a close, when will you become persuaded? Let me ask you like this. What would it take tonight for me to persuade you that God wants something different for you? What do I have to do tonight to persuade you that you can be healed? What do I have to do tonight to persuade you that it's not always going to be this way. What can I do tonight to persuade you that God is more powerful than any attack that the devil can bring against you? Do I have to turn cartwheels tonight? I hope not because nobody wants to see that. I don't think we have any paramedics standing by. Maybe we do. Is Brother Brooks here? Okay, we do, so I'll take that that, that option off the table. What do I have to do? What What will it take for you to become persuaded tonight? Because the only way, I wish that I could, I wish I could convince you, but really, I can't. 
I can try. I can preach it. I can preach the word of the Lord. And I can try to convince you. But unless you release that in your mind, unless you, unless you allow yourself to become persuaded and to see God for who He is, then there's not really much I can do for you tonight. Because the only way to become persuaded is for you and me to act upon what we know. That means that we come into this place and we act like we believe it. We act like, you ever hear that? You ever hear that saying, fake it till you make it? Somebody asked me something. something, I did something the other day at work and somebody said, I didn't know you could do that. I said, I can't. They looked at me like, well, you did. I said, well, I faked it. Because I, sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. That means that you get up every day and you act like you believe it even when you may not deep down inside. That means you get up every day and you look at that storm and say, I know that you're raging right now, but just a few more weary days in the end. There won't always be this way because weeping may endure for just a night, but joy cometh in the morning. If you believe that, clap your hands to the Lord. You see, sometimes all you can do is hold on to what you know. Sometimes all you can do is just act on what you know. Ezekiel chapter 37, the prophet Ezekiel found himself in the midst of of a valley full of bones. The word of the Lord came to Ezekiel, and the Lord asked him the question, can these bones live? And Ezekiel looked at him and said, Lord, only you know. Why would you ask me something like that? God, you know. I don't know, but you do. And the Lord told Ezekiel, he said, Ezekiel, I want you to prophesy to these bones, or I, I want you to prophesy to an impossible situation. I want you to speak to the death that is all around you and all that, because that's all that Ezekiel could see and feel. All he could see was death everywhere he looked. He could have said, what's the use? And many of us really would have. God, what's the use? But Ezekiel knew that he had heard a word from the Lord. And he knew that there was power in the Word of God. Yes, the, the situation looked useless and it, it felt like nothing could be done because death had already set in. But he didn't act on what he saw or what he felt. It wasn't about what he saw. It wasn't about the bones. It wasn't about what it looked like. But it was it had everything to do with what Ezekiel knew. Because Ezekiel was persuaded by a word that he had received from the Lord. And there he had enough gumption in him to know that if God said it, if God told me to do it, and if God told me that life could come, that's all that I need to hear because that's all that I need to know. I want to talk to somebody tonight and say, if God said it, then that's all you need to know because there is power. 
There is power in the spoken word of the Lord. Whether it comes through the word, whether it comes through a prophet, or whether it comes uh, any other way, when the word of the Lord comes forth, that's all you need to know. And tonight, as I close, the Lord sent me here tonight with a word from Him to you. And that word, as simply as I've tried to put it tonight, is that if you could just become persuaded, if you could just believe the word of the Lord. I know he's already made an example of tonight, but come here, Dill. Wasn't too long ago, this guy was in the hospital, and they told Pastor and Sister Jordan, we think it's cancer. Could be leukemia. I wasn't there, but I know that there was a time where Dylan, when the doctor said, mentioned that word leukemia, that Dylan pulled the covers up over his head, and he said, wake me up when it's over. You see, the enemy came in to try to speak to you. He tried to convince you that it was just going. It was just this way. You were sick for so long that the enemy just tried to convince you that it was always going to be this way. There was a time in the midst of all that, and we, many of you have seen the video that Dylan, in his stylish hospital robe, he looked real good. I don't know you did, bud. Don't tell him any different. He went down to the chapel. God gave him a talent to play and sing, and he sat down at the piano. And he began to play and sing songs of praise unto God. Because he knew what the enemy was saying. He knew, he knew what it looked like, and he knew what it felt like. But somewhere in the midst of all that, there was something that Dylan knew. And he knew that my God is a healer. And he knew that the Word of God said that by His stripes I am healed. And tonight, it doesn't matter what it looks like in your life. If you could just arise in the midst of the storm, if you could just somehow get up from the pit that the enemy has caused you to stumble and fall into, if you can just arise, dust yourself off, and say, I know what it looks like, but I have a word from the Lord. The Lord told me that it won't last always. The Lord told me that He's going to heal me. The Lord told me. about what I feel. It's not about my, what I see. But it's about what I know. It's about what I know that God is able to do. And tonight, I want to convince you. I've tried to convince you that God is able to do it tonight. 
that God is able to heal you tonight. That God is able to deliver you tonight. You may be here and you may be saying, well, that's fine and, and Danny past or fine and dandy pastor. Danny, that sounded weird, but whatever. That's not all good. Because everything seems to be good in your life. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I feel. It's easy to look at somebody around you and say, well, if I only had it as good as they had it. But you don't know. You don't know what they're facing because every one of us has a voice somewhere in the back of our mind that's trying to convince us that it's impossible. It's always trying to convince us that it's always going to be this way. But when you look at that one and you see that they have everything together, it's not that they have everything together. It's just that they know. They're not walking by what they see. They're not living by what they feel. Because if we did that, none of us would make it. It would be certain death for all of us. But there's a group of people that hear that hear tonight and say, I just walk by what I know. And I know that God's my healer. I know my God is, that God is my deliverer. I know that God can work in my situation. You see, because it's when we become persuaded that nothing, everybody say nothing, that nothing can stop us. Romans 8, Paul writes to the church at Rome, and I'm done tonight. And he tells them things like, to be carnally minded is death. And he tells them things like, but to be spiritually minded is peace. He's going through and he's telling them all these things. He's telling them to think that way is sinful and it will bring about death. But then he turns around and then he encourages the church. He says things like this, as I just read to you. He said things like, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. And he says things like, if God be for us, then who could be against us? And then he closes out the chapter when he goes on to ask, he said, you know all these things. You know that God's fighting for you. You know that God's on your side. Then he begins to say, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. He wraps it up with saying, for I am persuaded. He said, I don't know anything different than you know. I don't know the, any great hidden secrets of the word of the Lord. And I don't know the future. And I don't know how it's going to turn out. He said, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what my fate is. But he said, there is one thing that separates me from you. He said, there is one thing 
that I have gotten down in my heart. And he said, I am persuaded. He said, I don't have any great revelation for you. And tonight, I don't have any great revelation to bring to you tonight. In the middle of your circumstance, in the middle of your situation. But all I can tell you tonight, that there's a preacher standing in this pulpit who is saying, I am persuaded that God can do it for you tonight. That God can heal you tonight. That God can save you and deliver you tonight. Stand with me right now. Paul said that all these things the enemy may use to call separation from God in us, but none of these things will work. You see, you've got to be persuaded that nothing has the power to come between you and a God that loves you and has a purpose and a calling for your life. You've got to be persuaded that troubles come, yes. Sickness comes, yes. Trials and tribulations come. But these two someday are going to pass. These troubles won't last always. It's not always going to be that way for you. Because weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. All you have to do tonight is stay persuaded that God is going to bring you out and that God is going to see you through. tonight we're going to do it like this I wonder if I can persuade you to believe that God wants to heal you I wonder if I can cause you to believe and convince you that God wants to save your family I wonder if somehow tonight I can cause you to be persuaded that God wants to perform a miracle in your life tonight because it really is as simple as that It's as simple as you becoming convinced that God wants to do it for you tonight. You see that impossible situation, that word that you've been hanging on to from the Lord, and you see it as impossible. It's as simple as seeing that situation as being completely turned around tonight in this house. We got two that believe that. It's really as simple as being convinced that God is going to do it tonight. Because if you can come if you can become persuaded, if you can become convinced, then your faith level will begin to rise. And when your faith level begins to rise, then that will unlock God. That will take the chains and the bonds off of God to work in your life like He really wants. So tonight. Who's facing a situation? Come on, who needs healing in your body? Who needs some things in your life delivered tonight? Come on, let's be real in this place. Who needs deliverance tonight? Who needs to be set free tonight? Who needs peace in your life tonight? Who needs a, 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 a night full of rest and peaceful sleep tonight. If that's you, if any of those 
situations, if that's you that has any of those situations in your life, then I'm preaching to you tonight that if you could just somehow come to this altar and you can muster enough faith to say, God, I know what it looks like and I sure know what it feels like, but God, I'm convinced and my faith level is high tonight and I'm persuaded that you're going to work in my life tonight. If it takes all night, if it takes an hour, if it takes two hours, if it takes three hours, God, I'm persuaded that you can do it tonight. Come on, would you come? Would you come tonight? I pray that somehow God releases your faith. I pray that whatever it is that you desire, that you will be persuaded that God's going to do it tonight, that God's going to heal you tonight. Come on, would you step out in faith? Come on, we're going to be encouraged before we leave this house. God's getting ready to do a mighty work in this place. You just got to be persuaded that God is able to do just what He said.